This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3722, for Tuesday, the 8th of November 2022. Today's show is entitled, Bash Snippet Plurals in Messages. It is part of the series Bash Scripting. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about nine minutes long. It carries an explicit flag. The summary is how to use English singular and plural words in messages. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hacker Public Radio. This is Dave Morris. Today I'm talking about a bashed thing. It's fairly brief, I think. Uh, I hesitate to say trivial, but uh, anyway, um, I hope you find it useful. So what I'm talking about is plurals when you're sending messages from a bash script. It was prompted by the fact that when you generate a message which has got a number in it, so I've got an example here, found 42 files or, or something like that, then the day comes when it reports found one files. And that irritates me. I don't know why, but it does. So I have been irritated this way to the point that I've gone to find out ways of working around it. Like I say, not the biggest problem in the world, but one that uh, irritates me. And I thought there'd be a number of people listening who might feel the same way. So uh, here's me giving you some hints and tips. So the simplest method in your bash script would be method one in the notes use an if statement. So if the variable f count is equal to one, then echo the message found one file. If it's if otherwise, echo found and then the variable with the number in f count files. Simple. It's one of the things English does okay. Plurals and singulars are logical a lot of the time. But it would be a pain to have to type this if. It's a five-line if statement which you could put on one line but then it would be ugly and hard to read so if you have to do that for every message has got a number in it it would really be a pain so the next option i thought of was to write a bash function i tinkered around with this before but uh, recently came up with something which seems to be a bit more uh, robust this i've included a listing of it it's quite short in the in the notes and i have uh, included it as a downloadable file to go with the, the show so i've called the, the function pluralize which i now discover is hard to say it declares three variables as local that that means they they're scoped to the function and get deleted when when it exits they're called singular plural and count and they are the three arguments that um, this particular function needs so singular is the the text you want to be output when you've got a count is equal to one plural is when it's not equal to one and uh, the count obviously is the number that you use to make that choice so it's got, still got the same if statement in it but you can you don't have to repeat it all the way through your script so i've got an example where i set variable i to one and then echo the string found dollar one then in um, a dollar and parentheses which is a command substitution called pluralize with the words file files and the, the contents of variable i dollar i in other words so that comes back and says found one file change i to 42 and it comes back and says found 42 files so great whoopee you can make it a bit more complex if you want to so i've got here a an echo 
which uses pluralize and it starts with the word there then pluralize is called to produce one of two strings the first one is is one light the second string is r and then dollar i lights so that will get substituted into the string and then dollar i is used as the count for the function so when it's set to one it says there is one light you set it to four you get there are four lights and as I said, the pluralized function is available for you to download if uh, you find it useful and interesting. What actually prompted me to do this show was the fact that I stumbled upon a GNU tool for doing this. And there's a piece of GNU development, which is called the GNU Translation Project. And um, it's got a lot of utilities in there, which are really for use in C and C++ and other languages rather than in Bash. But um, there, there's, there's a whole bunch of them. I've pointed you at the documentation, which is quite large and comprehensive. And I must admit, I haven't completely got my head around all of the, the, the things that it um, provides. I'm not going to spend time on it other than to talk about this one tool today. The one tool that I, that I have been using is called ngettext. There's n followed by a G-E-T-T-E-X-T, because there's another get-text tool for other, other purposes. What it does is choose among plural forms, or singular and plural form, and it also implements translations, which is not a thing I'm going to be doing here. But the whole business of translation is quite uh, sophisticated, but complex, and consists of a set of messages being formulated and then a set of translations being produced for by the by the person writing the package or by uh, translators who, who um, specialise in that type of thing and uh, making a, a sort of a, a message catalogue thingy that can be looked up to find the appropriate way of, of expressing a particular message in a different language. So that looks really interesting, but I don't have any personal application for this. But uh, maybe I will learn more about it and tell you another time. So in brief, ngetText takes three mandatory parameters, and it calls it funny things, which presumably relate to the, the guts of the project more than I've had, had the inclination to find out about. The first one's called message ID, which is just the text that you want displayed when the count is one. Then the second one is message ID hyphen plural, which you can guess is the plural form of the, the same text. And then there's a, a count. There are other optional parameters and options and stuff, but they're not relevant here. They're relevant to the translation issue. This tool can be used in exactly the same way as the pluralize example. I say exactly. I don't know if there's any pitfalls to using it um, where you happen to try and trigger the, the translation and it doesn't work or something. I haven't found them yet, but I've not been digging that deeply. Now, I'll give an example here of exactly the same there is one light, there are four lights thing, but replacing my pluralize function with ngettext. So whether you use this, which is probably quicker than using a bash function, but I mean, in these days, it's probably not a big big deal. You're unlikely to be doing billions of these in a in a run. So efficiency is probably not a main major issue. I think. Well, let me go to my conclusion. I have been using ngettext in script since I discovered it because it's just a nice, convenient way of getting the more readable messages. 
if you also need to use the translation stuff, then maybe this is a good thing to use. I don't know how you would use it in Bash. I've not seen any examples. My understanding of the GNU Get Text project is pretty superficial, so rather than use this just because it's it's, it's pretty <laughs> useful, I think I might um, use a bash, bash function in future because I don't need all the Get Text uh, project functions. So in my links section, there's downloadable far copy of the uh, of the function if you want to play with it. You can just cut and paste it. Of course, there's a pointer to the GNU Get Text Utilities and the page in the HTML version of the documentation, which tells you about the ins and outs of in Get Text, is also a man page. Don't think you have to install it. I think you get Get Text in most Linuxes by default, but I'm probably wrong because I only use one Linux version. So there's, there's uh, and if you're on BSD, well, I have no idea what, where you go from there. But um, anyway, that's all I have to say, really, and I hope you find it useful. Okay, bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, you can click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.